With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for joining us again with another episode of What's Up, Belly Up. You like that? A little intro throw, a little different. I am your host, Mike Brown. I got Zach Mack here with me. Zach Mack, how are we doing? Dude, doing well. I was just telling you, for those of uh, them listeners, viewers, whatever, that follow me on Twitter know that my C was broken. So I had a rough night of sleep last night, but they fixed it today. And, you know... The OT hockey keeps coming, so, you know, I'm happy about that. You know, yeah, just, uh, you know, I was going to comment, like, I mean, you're a hockey guy. It's no big deal. You're just, you're just living off that, uh, that ice. You know, you can, you can feel that, 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 you know, that, that ice running through the veins, you know. Coming through the TV, the ice. Yeah, absolutely. Keeping you nice and cool. No big deal. Today, <laughs> you're, you're, you're rocking a hoodie with the hood up for, uh, uh, for all those people uh, at home that can't see you right now, but but yeah, you know, I mean, uh, obviously, uh, no big deal. Everything everything's good to go. So uh, obviously, uh, got a good good show today. Good show, different a uh, couple different sporting events we can talk about. We're getting to that point where we can ca- talk about multiple sporting events. Uh, like I said, I, you know, going back to the intro, I, I feel like every time I intro, I say uh, welcome into Billy up uh, blah 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 some some stupid spiel. So I had to. Had to change it up a little, but it kind of threw me off the game. So, so that's where we're at. But like I said, uh, a lot of sports to talk about. Um, going to talk about topics that probably uh, everybody's talked about, everybody's listened to. Obviously, we're talking a little college football, a little NBA bubble action. Um, going to talk about the NHL playoffs, um, and we're always going to, uh, you know, throw it back to one of our Detroit teams. We're going to talk about the, your, your second place uh, Detroit Tigers currently right now. So. Uh, Yes. So, so we'll start uh, right now. We'll, we'll get right into it. I'm probably the biggest news of the week, uh, college football, obviously the big 10, the PAC 12 backing out of the, uh, the fall season saying that uh, they want their plan is to play spring, which uh, that, that them saying that is even worse because there's no way in hell they're going to have a spring season for one uh, Two, uh, you, you see teams in the big, big 10. Now Ohio state being linked to it. Obviously Nebraska came out and said, we're, we don't care. We're going to find anywhere to go. Now the Big Ten commissioner said, hey, if, if Nebraska wants to play in another conference this year, then they're no longer a part of the Big Ten. So it's going to be an interesting pissing match going forward. Um, with the remaining three Power Five conferences, uh, do you think there is any chance that there is a college football season? I don't think so. Not in the fall. Zero percent chance in the fall, and then like 
maybe a 30% chance that we get some sort of season in the spring. But I don't know, man. It seems like with the way that these guys' eligibility is going to work, like, I, I just think they skipped a whole season altogether. Well, I mean, even if you get a spring season by chance, which there's no way in hell, you're talking, you're getting right into draft season, the NFL draft. You're getting, you're essentially going to have them play a spring season. And then, of course, there's going to be fall football. So they're going to play, what, two full seasons in eight months, something like that. Um, not to mention, you know, your top 10, top 15 players in the country, there's no way in hell that they're going to play in a spring season if they're declaring for the draft, you know, so, so that'll, that'll change a lot of things. But the biggest thing is, is, is I don't know the ins and outs of how it works. I know the conferences, you know, pull all the punches, they, they control everything. I've heard a lot of different things, you know. If by chance there is a college season, you just throw them all in there, you can do like a giant, I mean, whatever. But the, the thing is, would, if there was a season, and if there was, you know, we, we see all this stuff, you know, people adapting. We're talking about the uh, MLB, you know, they're starting doubleheaders. They're only running seven innings, and they're starting a second, uh, they're starting to run around second base. Uh, this would be the season where, if there was a college football, if they're going to have a national championship, if they're still going to do that stuff, do you think this would be the season? And I know we're kind of going all over. We're talking about yeah, the season's probably not going to happen. But if by chance, would this be the season that you would experiment with uh, expanding the college football playoffs? I, I, uh, I don't know if I would. I don't. It's hard for me because I don't. If it's not going to be the same, if they're if we're not playing all conferences. I'm not. I'm not going to be as invested in it as I normally would. Be. But yeah, absolutely. I think it's catch twenty two because you're talking less teams, but on the flip side, expanding the playoffs. But I'm just saying that as a, as a one off to see how it works out. Because to me, not having the Rose Bowl, not having the Pac twelve champ, or you know that those kind of things, those are big games, and you you take those games out, you know. If if there is a season again, a big if, you know, is there a real national championship? Who's going to say, oh, there was an asterisk season? You know, that team won the championship, but they didn't even have to play all the big dogs. And then everyone's talking about, you know, obviously Ohio State, you know, players saying just throw them in the SEC play, and you know about SEC, Big Ten, blah blah, no love there. But but I feel like this year, I I agree with you. I don't think the season's going to happen. Sadly, you know, I, there is still hope that these big Big Ten, Pac-12 teams can somehow just jump in a conference, but I don't even know how you do that because we saw Notre Dame, like I talked about, saying that you know they're jumping in the ACC. But I, I don't understand how these teams that are committed to a, a conference, because obviously Notre Dame wasn't, you know how, how they can just just do that, how it's going to work out. I unfortunately I think it, it's going to be scrapped. Uh, I do think there will be an NFL season. Obviously, they're too far invested in this, and I think they've they've handled things a lot better. College football, unfortunately, I don't think it's going to happen, and, and it uh, it was a big letdown yesterday. So, if they did expand it, if they used this year to expand the playoff, like you mentioned, would you like to see like six teams? Just have them add two teams, or do you want to see like eight teams? Like, what are you hoping? I think ultimately it would have to be eight teams. Um, just, but, but, like I said, you know, you're the only reason I'm saying this season is because if there is a season, it's kind. Of, Kind of just shooting craps, you know. I mean, it's shooting fish in a barrel. Nobody, there's no real 
I mean, of course, there's like an Alabama, Clemson, those teams that can really run the table because there's no outside of inside their outside of inside their conference. There's not much, you know. There's not that quality of play. You know, you're not going to get those big opponents. So, so if you add a few more in there, they could play spoiler. You can see how it works. If it works, you know, could you get that number eight versus that number one seed? Is there a chance that that number eight could slide in and take off the number one seed? Uh, then, you know, that grows legs for the following season. Um, yeah, like I said, here, no, there, not getting too far into it because I don't believe there is a college football season, sadly. But I just figure with everything going on, like I said, with MLB, everything else, I feel like we're in the time right now where I think this entire season and, and every sport that we play uh, is going to be a really weird champion per se. And I think why not experiment, you know, why not get everything out there, see what we can do, see how we can make these leagues better. Um, but, but we'll see. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, as far as that goes, uh, a little college football, I don't want to talk too much about it. it. It saddens my heart. So, so we'll slide into the old NBA. Uh, NBA is probably one of the least sports that I follow, especially this year, everything that's going on. I do keep up with it. I uh, obviously know who's who's playing, who's there. I, I love I love following Woj on Twitter, uh, the Woj bombs that he's dropping all the time. So the biggest thing, obviously, uh, some more news today. Uh, Woj dropped a bomb today saying that uh, uh, the NBA is pretty much they're, – they're opening up the bubble uh, and they're going to have a guest policy. And here's what he said today. Uh, uh, he essentially had a tweet that said, here's who's uh, who isn't eligible to come in the bubble as guests per memo. And in quotations, it says any individual the player has not previously met in person or with whom the player has limited in-person interaction. For example, known by the player only through social media or inter... inter- I don't even know how to pronounce that word. Neither... Either way, so so essentially what they're doing is they're opening it up to, I'm assuming, friends and family, immediate friends and family. You're not going to have your homeboys from back home. You're not going to have Drake coming in. Uh, you're not going to have, uh, you know, the, these personalities that just sit on the sidelines and stuff that, uh, that want to sit courtside. You know, the NBA had 342 uh, COVID tests since, I think, August 5th, and absolutely zero have tested positive, which I think, I don't know what the NHL had, how many they had, but I think they're about the same boat. They've had so many in zero positive tests. So, so do you think uh, everything that they've done, do you think they're going to hurt themselves with this? Or do you think that, uh, you know, this, this should just be the reward to them doing everything right and say, okay, let's bring a few people in friends, family. I don't know if they're going to, I don't know how it's going to work. If they're going to sit in the stand, sit in the crowd or whatever, do you think this will, Will hurt them? Do you think it will really matter? Do you think they've handled this right? It's this a tough like like you said. It's weighing the risk versus did they like since they've had zero tests or positive tests? Why not? Like if you're confident that you've got this thing running the right way, might as well open it up to friends and family if they've been doing it right so far. So I. But you're right. It's it's, it's kind of like they're pushing their limits, too. They're like, let's see how many people we can squeeze into this bubble before it bursts because it's eventually going to burst if they just keep doing that, you know? Yeah, that's actually a pretty good take because I, I do think, like I said, they, they've done everything right. So you kind of want to reward them. The players uh, have acclimated themselves. You know, many – not I mean, there's there's been a few players outspoken about everything saying, you know, you're, you're just stuck in this bubble. There's nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Most players don't seem to really care. 
or they just don't go to social media about it. But, but either way, I feel like this is a way to reward them. They've handled it correctly. They've done well. Like I said, the NHL has done the same thing. They've been very successful. I know that the NFL isn't necessarily doing a bubble, but I feel that they've from day one had some pretty good protocols. They, they've handled a lot of things, even though uh, COVID has kind of run, run rampant in uh, a lot of the locker rooms. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. But uh I mean, I, I'm okay with it, but uh, you know what? You know, honestly, what, what's it? Would you be surprised if you see the likes of like Drake or somebody like that somehow sneaking in? And you know, I mean, you know, this is different. This is like mainstream media and stuff like that. But I mean, would that surprise you, or do you think that there's absolutely no way the NBA lets any any random personality in in this bubble? I think it would just – that would just look bad. Like, like, there's no reason for them to be in there. And, like, nobody's trying to go into this bubble to hang out with people, you know. Like, everyone's – there's so much more shit outside the bubble in the world that you can go do. So there's really no reason for I, – I just don't think anyone's going to do that unless unless it's Jack Harlow or something. I don't know, you know. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I agree. And then, uh, obviously, continuing on with the NBA, as of last night, uh, if you guys were living under a rock – Actually, to tell you the truth, I didn't see it till this morning, anyways. But uh, Giannis uh, dropped the old headbutt. Uh, they came down today. He headbutted uh, uh, one of the one of the players last night. After, uh, I mean, it was a slight interaction. It wasn't anything too crazy to me. Uh, he gets a one game suspension. Um, a headbutt in the NBA. Honestly, to tell you the truth, I don't. I really haven't followed a whole lot of suspensions or, or really how this all draws out. But do you think a one game suspension? for a headbutt is is warranted do you think it should be more or is that just giannis being a name he's only gonna get one game i i don't really know man it seems fair to me like just i think they're just trying to i don't like i can't justify giving a guy five games it's not like he's you know taking an uppercut to someone get some guy's chin or something you know it's just like it's a yeah that, that i mean five games you're especially they've already had their playing so that'd, be, that'd essentially be a whole series so I do yeah. agree there. I'm fine. Uh, with one I don't know. I, I guess I'm kind of on the fence. Like one, even if they add an extra one too, would I be okay with it? Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like the name Giannis kind of helps him. If it was some scrub, I feel like they would get uh, maybe a, a few more games. But it, it was surprised. It was surprised to see a player like Giannis that's usually pretty soft spoken, uh, kind of get into it like that. And I even think kind of it caught him off guard because he kind of like just kind of like leaned into it and, and popped this dude in the head. But, uh, but either way, um, NBA making some news, they're, they're doing, uh, you know, the, their best to keep this, uh, this season salvageable. Again, I, I keep going back to this and, and outside, of, I mean, the NBA is, they're not playing a full season. They found a way to do playing games, all the same thing with the NHL, which we'll talk about shortly. But I mean, and we'll talk about, like I said, we'll talk about this in the NHL, and I'll get your take on that. But, I mean, do you feel like, I think this is the only way you can do it to have a successful end to the season, to, to crown a championship. Do you think that um, the way that these, I mean, do you look at 2020 season as a wash? Do you look at it as these teams kind of have an asterisk, like maybe they didn't have to go through the hoops or play as many games? Or do you think, hey, they're doing everything right the way that this has been set up that they really had to earn these championships? I was a big asterisk guy out the gate. I thought, especially when the NHL 
Like, I was so glad at the end of the show figured out a plan and of these four the four phase plan and they stuck to it and it worked. They stuck, yeah, they ran right through. And uh, I so, and I always said I said from the get go that it doesn't matter how much I I like that they got this done. I still think it's an asterisk. And now that I'm watching the games, it's like it's still still the same game. So I don't know. I'm I'm torn on that. I really I I still think that there's probably some sort of asterisk for. NHL and NBA, at least, because they're finishing seasons. And well, MLB is a wash. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah. trying. I, I think probably an asterisk. I, I made the mistake of playing fantasy baseball this year, and it's been a shit show because literally I'll have a player the entire week not even play because the other team has COVID or like they played the Marlins or the Phillies or some or you know some, and it's just like. You know, what the hell am I thinking? It was I was like, okay, it was sixty games. I can get through this. No, it's even worse now because these guys are like missing an entire week, and it's like, what the hell's going on? So uh, sliding into uh, to the old baseball, I mentioned the Detroit Tigers. Zach and I always have to mention our uh, our Detroit teams here. Um, I, I had said a couple weeks ago that you know this would be the year where a team like the Tigers, the team like the Orioles, obviously not the Orioles. The Orioles are really bad. So are the Tigers, but but. Where all it does, all it's going to take is a week or two for these teams to get hot to to put themselves into contention. Granted, we're only 16 games in the season, I guess depending on how many games have been canceled or not. So that's technically what a, a third of the season, right, right underneath a third of the season. Detroit sitting nine and seven, they're second in the Central. Um, had a few injuries uh, I saw the other day. Nothing too crazy. Jacoby Jones finally uh, lead, leading the team in pretty much every offensive category, batting average, RBIs, and home runs. He got that inside the parker the other night. Uh, Miggy's hitting the ball well, even though not hitting for average. Um, what, what do you what do you think? Do you have you have you do you get the Tigers games? Do you even follow base? I mean, I know your Tigers, you know Detroit. I mean, have you check in here and there, just check the stats, or you just kind of like like you said, baseball? Who cares? Yeah, it's baseball. Who cares? I, I peep the standings uh, from time to time. I mean, I'm, look, look at the AL Central. The Twins are at top at 11 and 7, and the Royals are at the bottom at 7 and 11. Like, there's barely any spread. But I, like you said, Tigers are squeezed in there at second and 9 and 7. But, man, yeah, I mean, it's every day it can change, but it's just the fact that they ripped off four in a row. Uh, they were they're going, man. Yeah, how's it, I'm yeah they're like, how's it feel to how does it feel to rip off four in a row and then they follow it up with two losses in a row? So that's that's your typical Tigers. But uh, but yeah, it's just like you said. I mean, they're playing a sixty game season. I, there was, you know, we talk about uh, you know our boys and, and our crew over at Belly Up Sports. Obviously, everybody that participates. But but Ryan had a, had a good segment on his show. What do you do? The top five uh, top five GMs in sports and it's funny because never in a million years I thought Gary Bettman would be the number one but like you had touched on they had a four-phase plan from the very beginning like like before NASCAR even came back hockey had this plan NASCAR came back first obviously but hockey was following this plan they followed it to a T we've talked about it we've talked about how they've had zero uh zero COVID uh you know chances and, and honestly I'm not saying you know, I know a lot about this, but they say there's supposed to be a spike once fall, winter comes around. Obviously, the, these guys are in cold, wet, damp climates because uh, if you if you've never played hockey, once you get your pads off, your pads are soaked. Uh, the locker room's damp. I mean, just everything about it. The ice, obviously, you're out there. I mean, 
you don't realize everything is you're pretty much completely soaked after every game so that's like a, that would to me be a breeding ground for a virus i don't know i can't give you the ins and outs but but i feel they had the four place four place plan they followed it to the t uh props to batman and, and those guys there like i said never thought in a million years uh he would be labeled the the best uh you know uh I guess the best commissioner uh, in sports at this point, but it just shows where, where people stand, what they're doing. It goes, and this goes full fledged to, to college football, college football had it. I know it's different. There's uh, commissioners for each, uh, you know, conference and stuff like that, but they absolutely had no clue what they were doing. They had no plans. They, they made no plans. They, all they did was release schedules, throw some smoke out there. And then they all, Sounds like they're all backpedaling and rebuffing. So, so getting into the NHL playoffs, Zach, uh, for those we, we talked about, you've been hot and heavy the past couple of days getting into this. The ACU was out last night. You had to keep the uh, the energy up, so you, you were popping off in front of the TV. What What's it like to, to have these games? Like you said, you feel that maybe there's an asterisk, but when you're watching these games, it doesn't even feel that way. I, I feel like the NHL is handling it well. I feel like – Granted, you turn on the games, you don't see the crowd, but I don't see outside of the crowd noise. I feel like they're doing a very good job of making the games entertaining, at least from a, a media a broadcast standpoint. And and not to mention these overtime games. I mean, the past couple of nights, what's that been like for you? Uh, I mean, just just watching these games as an avid hockey guy. Yeah. So you uh, you mentioned the difference. I, I I've heard people talking about the you know the, the, how it, the difference it is watching hockey with no fans and. And they are pumping crowd noise through the, the broadcast. None of it's bothered me. Um, I, I haven't barely noticed a difference. I don't know if I just, like, I'm so keyed in on, on watching the hockey that I just don't notice the no fans. But, like, I, I'm able to just assume that there's fans there with the crowd noise. So I have no problem with it. And, and yeah, like you said, the the AC went out. I was sweating, but there was a whole bunch of OT, a whole bunch of crazy hockey. And they started off with, uh, Blue Jackets Lightning game one went to five OTs. I don't remember. I don't know exactly how long into the fifth OT, but it looked like it was top five. Yeah, top five longest games in NHL playoff history. I think it was like fourth or something like that. But uh, followed it up with so that was the reason why Boston and Carolina had to get postponed to the next day because they're in these hub cities. You got to play in the same rink and they just damn time. So push to the next morning. That goes into double OT and it's. And I heard now reports, rumblings, don't know if this is true at all. And by the time this gets released, it could not be true at all. But they might be moving games up or putting more game or more time between games, which would mean they have to move the games up. So are you still, after watching, uh, after uh, feeling that intensity, hockey's back, you still uh, feeling strong? I know this just started. It's only sample size, but you feeling pretty good about your bracket? I think so. I got the Avalanche. Well, okay, so my predictions before I put book pass before the, the qualifying started had Pittsburgh coming out of the East. Well, they got kicked out of qualifying, so now I'm sitting here reevaluating. I got Colorado against, I don't even remember who I had coming out of the East, maybe Boston. I think it was Boston. I have to recheck. I wouldn't, I wouldn't see you as a Boston uh, picker. Well, that's the problem because I last last year I didn't believe in them, and I'm, I'm probably gonna have to explain this on the Pug Four Pass episode this week. But 
the reason I can't not put them there is because I did that last year, and there's no reason that they're any different of a team now. They're just a year older, and they're gonna look. Uh, there's there's like more people than I thought had the Hurricanes winning that series. I picked Boston in six for this opening round. I think that they've there's I just there's no reason for me to believe that they can't do it. They have no holes. And people so, are freaking out because they went 0 and 3 in the round robin. But we can't we can't look at this three game. Like we can't do that. So so tell me this. How how far off do you think I am, or is there a chance I've got uh Washington losing first round? I want to do that, but for some reason I couldn't commit to it. I, I really, like the Islanders are the better team, I think. I was heavy on the Islanders, I've watched them. Uh, you know, there's been a lot. They got a lot of talent. Obviously, so does Washington. I, I just feel like Washington. I mean, it, it's it's hard to believe that Ovi, all these guys. I mean, Ovi's. I mean, he's been in the league. What I can't even tell you now. Double digit years. You know, it, it's hard to believe that those guys have been in. Now, I think the Islanders coming in with the the new young talent. I think they do have the better team. You know, I went out on a limb, especially against uh, you know a seasoned team like like Washington. Hopefully it pays off, but but if it does, I think the Islanders really could kind of walk into it because if they get through that first round, they should be sitting pretty rest, the rest of the playoffs. I'm trying to pull up the bracket because I think I might be able to look at your bracket. Better not tell. As I say, if you guys are admin, you guys will probably get into it. But but uh, overall, yeah, puck puck pass throwing on this bracket challenge. Obviously, the brackets are sewn up now. I think uh, you guys are throwing out some uh, a t-shirt for the winner or something like that. You know, I'm I'm still wondering did uh did uh KJ he pay up uh, his boy last year for uh for winning the old uh, bracket challenge that you guys threw up together? Do you even remember who won? I have no idea who won. Remember your boy Corbin? Oh no way! That's right. <laughs> I had to send him a message the other day, and he's like, "Jesus, I totally forgot about that." Like, uh, so so Corbin, you're listening. I'm sure these dudes owe you some sh- so. Uh, shirt or something so so uh you know get a hold of us out there on some money for that uh for that uh that back pay that they kind of owe you there because i'm sure they they skated out on it so i see you got you got vegas winning your yeah i i had to run run strong with vegas and as i look over your shoulder right now i see the vegas hat it's just looking me in the eye there you go right next to the islander so Yes, I know. I saw you had that on there. So, so yes, I got I got them. I I just felt like I had to pick a few upsets uh, to make it uh, interesting. Um, yeah, you, you got know, Carolina over Boston. Yeah, I, I did. I just there's something about Boston. Maybe it's <laughs> I love that all the all the kids that I've had to deal with in my life that are Boston illiterate. So. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I had uh, I I went on a limb there. Same thing with the uh, Islanders. So so we'll see what happens. But uh, but uh, like like we touched about, you know, it's nice to have sports back. It does suck in the same sense. Uh, college football is pretty much kind of putting an end to things. Um, sounds like you know we'll have fantasy football and all that stuff going forward this season. I know Jerry Jones came out and says he plans on every home game to. Uh, he made the statement today. Every home game, he plans on having a, a full packed house of crowds. So we'll see what happens there. I think uh, the more and more I turn on TV and see games, um, you know, it is weird not seeing the fans. Like you said, they pump in the in the 
the crowd noise, but I think the NBA, NHL, I think everybody's doing a really good job of, of to visualize to take your eyes off things. I think the NBA, I think it can be, I think some people think it's tacky, but I think it's kind of cool how they have the uh, people from home are able to get on the, the screens and stuff like that behind the benches, stuff to look like there's a little bit of crowd. Obviously the MLB putting a uh, poster cutouts and stuff like that in the seats that, that adds to it a little bit, but, uh, but yeah, it'll, it'll be uh, interesting to see what the NFL does. College football. I think it's dead in the water. Good to see hockey prevailing, but, uh, but before we uh, head out like usual, Zach, nothing nothing on the table, nothing's off the table. Anything special that you want to touch on quick? Uh, if not, no big deal because uh, I feel like we, we've touched on it. Like, you got a little something here? Yeah, you got something? Oh, I got a little something, something. I DM'd this uh, what's up, uh, Twitter earlier today. I don't know if you saw it or not, but all these rumors swirling about the George Kittle extension. Yeah, I, okay. It's, it, yes, it's funny you brought that up because I was going to say something about that too. Because there were some actual verified, reputable sources breaking this news, and Kittle is the one pretty much squashing it. Yeah, as he quote tweeted one of them said, "Y'all believe everything you read on the internet, huh?" That little yeah. straight line eye face emoji. But I mean, is this just another player saying, oh, "I can't say anything till the deal's done," you know, type deal thing? Yeah, I don't know if he's trying to stir the pot or if he's really just like, "Yo." I'm- I'm trying to get out of San Fran. I want to go. I want to go. Nah, there would be no reason for it. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know what he's. I, I don't think, know what kind of message he's trying to send. I think he's just effing with us. Honestly, outside of him playing for Iowa in the Big Ten and stuff like that, I knew a little bit about him. Iowa usually uh, fields some really good uh, tight ends. Obviously, our, our boy Hawkinson. No fan, obviously, but uh, um, I did. I I didn't know. I don't feel like you knew a lot about him until. The past couple of years in San Francisco, I, I don't feel like when he first went there, like there was a whole bunch of hype around him. And now, you know, he's pushing your number one, your number one tight end spot, uh, him and Travis Kelce, you know, Zach Ertz up there. But I feel like, uh, yeah, I definitely don't think he wants out of there, but I think he's, whether he wasn't allowed to break the news, maybe he's worried about it, the the deal finally being done. Cause you're talking about what 96 million or something like that, which is a drop in the bucket for, uh, uh, old Pat Mahomes there, but uh, it, it's hard to believe that the disconnect between uh, the positions, you know, Mahomes getting 300 million. You're talking about the top, one of the top tight ends getting 96 million. Don't get me wrong. Give me a million. And I'll be happy. But, uh, but uh, 96 to 300 million. Yeah. That, and that's what I was going to kind of touch on. It, it's, it's crazy. You know, they're going back and forth. All these uh, reputable sources are breaking it today. He's kind of putting the squash on it. So we'll see what happens tomorrow. Uh, would I be surprised if it happens? Not not one bit. It's just funny when uh when the athlete gets uh gets wrapped up into it and and, and is try to tries to dispute the news. So yeah, I'm just confused. Like I got he's either mad at the 49ers and he's like trying to, or it's just nothing. He's just a big troll. And I kind of I just I don't know which one I root for more. Well, I was just gonna say in in your line, I would think you'd be all about the troll. I would love it. I would. I would love it if he just trolled and then like signed that that exact amount of extension tomorrow. That would be funny. But I just don't know if he's that kind of guy. Or he's already cashed the check. Yeah. But, but either way, we'll, we'll keep it short tonight. Obviously, there was a, there was a lot to talk about sports in general. We'll we'll uh, uh, keep you updated. Check out the old puck puck pass guys. They'll be hot uh, this these next uh, few weeks, obviously, with hockey going on. 
uh, and obviously all the rest of our accounts. Check out at our uh, Twitter at, at uh, What's Up Belly Up. We uh, we don't we don't post a whole lot. We get the episodes up there. We we'll post we we'll post Zach Max vid- Zach Max videos and stuff like that. Uh, you know, just in general, a little content here and there. But we'll get our uh, get our videos now. That, or, I mean, I guess I should say videos. Getting out of that video mindset back into the the podcast phase. We'll get those posted up. So, but uh, but the usual. Uh, I changed the uh, the beginning of the show, but I can't change the end of the so end of the show. So, so like I usually say, you know, on behalf of myself and my co-host Zach Mack from Puck Puck Pass, we appreciate you guys tuning in tonight. Um, we'll see you guys next week, and uh, hopefully, uh, we'll open up some uh, maybe maybe some uh, some mail uh, get you guys to to shoot us some questions stuff like that. We'll answer them on uh, next show. So, so you guys have a good one, and we will uh, t- uh, talk to you all next week. Peace.